From the headquarters of Team Cowboy, coming to you all the way from Anderson, South Carolina, this is the Finance Cowboy Show, where we're going to teach you how you can create your dream life through the greatest asset in the world, real estate. I'm your host, Jaron Sustar, and I went from having zero properties in 2018 to a portfolio of over $5 million worth of real estate by 2021. And I am excited to be able to teach you all the lessons, tips, and tricks that I have learned throughout my journey, while also introducing you to some of the greatest real estate minds in this entire world. So without further ado, let's get this party started. How do I choose a market to invest in because where I live is too expensive? Man, oh man, if I haven't got this question at least a million times in the last couple of years, um, it's been a million and one. It's it's something I get um, very often. And so I wanted to address how do we choose a market to invest in? And I understand uh, the confusion with it um, because I always say you don't know what you don't know. And although choosing a market is just the first step in the equation. There's a lot of other things we got to know how to do after that. It is a big one. It's one of the key pillars that I look at of things you have to be able to do if you're going to buy real estate and be successful at it. You got to be able to choose a market. You got to be able to generate leads in that market. You got to be able to analyze the leads that you get. You got to be able to fund the good deals after you've analyzed them. Then you got to be able to manage the property, whether you're keeping it as a rental or you got to be able to manage the rehab on a fix and flip. And so choosing a market is very important. What you all have to understand is not every market is primed for every type of real estate transaction, like every, every type of transaction you could do. So what I mean by that is like LA, probably not a great market for long-term rentals. Could you flip homes in LA? Probably so. I don't know. I don't live out there, but my guess was you could find some properties that you could make money on on flipping, you know, and then there's going to be other properties that lend itself or other areas, excuse me, markets that lend itself to Airbnbs. You look by the coast, homes may be more expensive, so they wouldn't lend themselves as a long-term rental. But if you Airbnb them out, they could cash flow you 1,000, 1,500 bucks a month. And then there's other markets, Airbnb would not make a lick of sense, but they're fantastic long-term markets. And so today I want to talk about how do we choose a market for long-term rentals? I first need to make it very clear that you do not have to live where you invest. You do not have to live where you invest. It's that simple. I have close to 200 at the time of this recording, 200 students in our community. And I would venture to say, I don't have my roster in front of me that 60 to 70% invest out of state. It's just common. It's just what they have to do. We got people who live in LA. We got people who live in Austin, Texas, who live in New York, who live in expensive parts of Florida. And so they can't invest in their market. So they're either investing in a different part of their own state or they're investing all the way across the country. And you say, man, that just seems scary. How in the world would you do that? Like, how in the world do you do that? Well, it depends like how bad do you want to want to own rental properties? You either had to say, I'm going to move to where I can buy them. Or you say, no, I like where I live. This is where I grew up. This is where my family's at. I can't make it make sense here, but I do want to add this asset to my portfolio that will completely change my life. Well, then you have to make the decision to say, I'm going to figure it out. And so what I've seen a lot of our students have done, what we teach and um, what I think everybody should do to be able to find a long-term rental market is this, okay? You got to start 
start with who do you know in other parts of the country? Because it's easier to break into a market when you know somebody there. It's not impossible to do it if you don't. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's easier to break into a market when you know somebody that's there because they can help you make connections. Really, it's based on the networking. One of the most beautiful things about our community that just makes me smile every day when I'm in the rental academy and watching our students interact is there are students all over the country who now have formed these little groups and they do their own little calls and text groups um, to buy in different areas. So there may be somebody who lives, for example, in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, somebody in LA is like, I want to buy in Cleveland, Ohio. So they'll hop on a call, them and three other investors from the academy, and they'll put game plans together of how they can all buy in that market while the one person who lives there helps them out. And this happens in different markets um, that our students are in. And it's fun to watch for me because people come into our academy and, and we teach them how to break into markets and choose markets without piggybacking off of other students of ours. But it is so easy. Half of them don't even have to choose their own market because we already got people plastered all over the country and they can just piggyback off of them. And so it's really, really, really cool to see that. But what, what I think you have to do, where do you have somebody that you know who lives on the other part of the country. When I say the other part of the country, here's where I'm focusing in on the Midwest and Southeast. So we're looking at Missouri, Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, um, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, those areas. And I'm leaving some out. You can hop on a map, Michigan, um, that whole area, just draw a circle or a line around pretty much the entire Midwest, come down to the Southeast, probably stop before you get to Florida, go around South Carolina, North Carolina, and back up through the Midwest. And then say, do I know anybody there that lives anywhere? Start there. Okay. If you don't, what I teach our students to do is look for micro cities within the whole Midwest Southeast area. So when I say micro cities, okay, I'm not talking about the big cities like your Atlantas and your Charlottes. Um, I'm talking about what are some of our our growing areas, but they're not quite as big. So think of Greenville, South Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, Columbus, Ohio, Fort Wayne, Indiana, right? I just threw you a bunch of them right there, okay? The thing you have to understand is – out of all those that I just said, and I could list off another 20 more, there's not really a right or wrong answer on where you should invest. You can choose any of those that I just told you and go build a strong rental portfolio. And so that's where we start with, okay, who do we know that's there? If you don't have a community like we do in the rental Academy, where you can just ask somebody and they hook you up, or if you don't have family and friends there, you can literally throw a dart around any of those little micro cities I just said and start getting to work. But the, but the, the key thing is we have to nail down one of these areas. Okay. We got to pick one. We got to pick one. So if you want to dig in and do data, look at data and see which one uh, is on the up and up the most. I know the Southeast is, is booming right now. So you may say, you know what? I want to look more in the Southeast because there's a, there's potentially a greater opportunity 
for appreciation. Or you could say, you know what? I know the Midwest isn't going to appreciate maybe quite as much as some of these Southeastern towns right now, but there may be a little more cash flow there because the prices aren't rising as quick as they are in the Southeast. So just sit down, do your data. What cities are growing? Um, you know, which ones are declining? Which ones have higher crime rates? You can pull all this stuff up on the Census Bureau online. Then once we choose one of those micro cities, we have to build out a team. And so I always say it's easiest to start with the realtor, right? Get with the realtor and investor friendly realtors. Things we help our students do is, you know, point them in the right direction of investor friendly realtors and then leverage networks from there. And, you know, they, they can help you find properties. They can get you on wholesalers list. They can tell you what neighborhoods, because once we choose a market, we still got to narrow down a neighborhood. You can say, well, I want to choose, I want to buy around Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, great. Chattanooga is a, a big area. So how do we narrow that down even more? Well, I think the best way to do that, if you don't have a community of people like we do, is you need to get with the realtor, like I said, who can point you in that direction, get on chat forums in that micro city, see and ask where other investors are investing. If you have the means and can do it, not nece not necessary by any means, but hop on a plane, go to local a local investor meetup that they have that month. Um, there's lots of different things that you can do, but you have to start with choosing one of these micro cities and then get somebody with boots on the ground who understands the investment game, which is usually going to be a realtor and other investors. And so we've got to connect with them help get them to help us pinpoint the locations we need to be looking at. And then we put a game plan together to start generating leads and farming those areas. And the beautiful thing, and we harp on this a lot is we don't have to have a bunch of different areas. I mean, we could choose one neighborhood, quote unquote, when I say neighborhood, call it 300 to 500 homes, one area and farm that little spot without having to have you know, a whole team in Chattanooga and a whole team in Cleveland and a whole team in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and be trying to hit three to four different markets and manage all these people. Instead, we can focus in one market, hit one area, maybe two or three in that same market where we can leverage the same property managers and the same rehab folks and handymen, the same, obviously, realtor helping us connect with a bunch of different investors in that area online and through reaching out and calling them and setting up Zoom calls, all different types of strategies. So if you guys are just focusing, micro city, build that team out. Hopefully you can piggyback off somebody else's. If not, build it out yourself, start farming, and you'll be able to mine properties and start adding them to your portfolio.